Boom shakalaka. Settle the Far is here. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Great to be talking to you. This is Corey Garvey, your host, coming to you live from England, where I talk to different people about big jumps they've made in their lives. Maybe it's to a new job, a new country, or maybe it's just a new personality they're taking on. Um, Most of the time, I have someone I'm talking to. Today, it'll just be me. And that's kind of the first topic I wanted to get into, is things were moving a little bit slowly on the podcast front for me this week. I have some scheduled discussions I'm going to have, and not having those happen this past week pushed me off. It made me lose a little bit of my uh, feeling that I have to get this out. A lot of times I feel guilt for the person I've been talking to, or I just give myself a date. I text them a date and say, it's going to come out on Wednesday, and that way, when it's Thursday and it's still not out, I'm really motivated to find the time and to get it out there. Um, This past week, that was not the case. I have some friends that I'll be talking to and didn't have a chance to, but um, I thought, you know, what am I doing? What am I doing here? I'm not, I'm not getting this done. And I sort of go through the world looking at all these different motivational things. I have um, different friends I'm chatting with, whatever kind of media I'm taking in. I was watching Ted Lasso this week for the first time. So I get motivated throughout the week and you know, I have my own goals and things that I'm taking on. And one of the big, I don't know, issues for me with a lot of these has been consistency. So looking at the podcast, how am I going to be consistent? Well, I'm going to, I got to get a podcast out. And I, I think that uh, I saw I saw a video about a month and a half ago where Aslan and I were watching this YouTube video and it was an interview of Elon Musk and... I'm not a big person to watch interviews or conversations with super successful people. I, I end up hanging on to those things that they say a little bit too much sometimes and, and uh, kind of looking at myself, why am I not in their shoes? It's because of that thing that they said. But something that really stuck out to me was they were pushing on like, what's your motivation? What, is, what gets you up to work so hard to do, you know, be the CEO of two different companies and his response was, you just do it. You don't look for this crazy motivation. You don't look for some light to come down and shine on you so that you can get yourself into that superpower aggressive mode. No, you just do it. You just consistently get up to the plate and take a swing. Just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. So when I think about this podcast, yeah, I'm not interviewing my dream guests, who I have a, a number um, this week, but <clears throat> the goal is to do it. So get behind the mic and, you know, just get the airtime, get your voice, find your voice, that kind of thing. That's what I, why I know I need to be consistent, because for a lot of reasons, and a lot of things I'd like to do in life, I think it's important to be able to talk through my thoughts. And I had... Um, such a great time writing a newsletter a few years back that I feel like I have to get back into that. Something I was going to touch on today just to uh, to kind of get this out there so that there's an understanding and, and maybe some people are interested um, was about my podcasting setup. So what does that actually take? You know, I complain a little bit about about that on the first episode of the revival and just talking about streamlining that so that it's a lot easier this time around. So I'm going to get into that a bit. Um, and just also this idea of 
the thoughts that you have years later about one instance in your life. Um, you know, that's something I, I've noticed and I can't believe in terms of what the brain can do to pull back some single moment that has such an effect on you. And, and what does that mean? Like, how can we, how should we think about that? All right, so first, podcasting and what it's all entailed. The first thing I should say is there are services out there today that will do pretty much everything for you. Um, they're great services. They have a cost. And if you're a serious podcaster who has upwards of five hours a month that you are putting out, it's going to be a good amount of money. I would say in the um, 25 to 50 to $100 a month range in order to have a setup where you can kind of just jump on a website, have a conversation with someone, and then hit go, and it's going to be on Apple Podcasts. Now, that takes away a lot of the, the headache, but for me, it also takes away a lot of the learning opportunities or the fun stuff. So I, in the beginning, started off Settle to Far very raw, doing everything myself, and I've shifted toward offloading some of that work onto software. And uh, yeah, let's just jump right into it. So audio-wise, originally I was recording on Skype with the first few conversations I had. I've since moved over to Riverside FM, which is a really nice podcasting service that allows you to have a web-based connection to somebody. You just send them over the link, they, they drop in. Um, I do pay for this. I think it's um, $12 a month or something like that. And it allows me five hours of recording time per month. This can be both audio and video, although we don't have the video yet. Maybe that's something to come. And yeah, it's really, it's really been simple. The other thing is, is that Skype has this and Zoom has this as well, where they are trying to optimize so that you always have a, you always hear everything that the person said and, and you don't miss things because you might have a meeting or something like that. But that creates, if you've been on Zoom long enough the last few years, um, if somebody doesn't have a great connection, what it will do is it will speed up after it gets a connection what they had said. And sometimes that will cause um, that will cause issues. It'll also make sure that you're not speaking over each other. So it'll mute microphones and things like that. Some of those reasons make it difficult to podcast. You'd rather podcast on something that is going to be more raw in my, my view, um, and kind of just give you the audio that's being created. And Riverside FM is great for that. Personally, I also record on Audacity, which is a audio software that's for free that I, that I, um, that, that's really the go-to, I think, for a lot of people when they're doing recordings on their own computer. I have a microphone hooked into my computer and I just record on this thing, Audacity. And Audacity has allowed me to become sort of a, a producer. Um, and, and do audio engineering. So I take the songs that I got, I have from Peggy Bunker and the Bunkmates, our official music sponsor friends here on the Settle to Fire podcast, and I bring those audio files in and I can overlap when things are being played. And it's phenomenal. I mean, there are times when maybe I'll have a discussion and someone wants to remove a 35 second bit of that discussion because they made some comment they're not happy about or something like that. In Audacity, that's where I do it. I go in there, I can clip that piece, I can drill right down to the exact piece of, the exact time when they stop saying their last point and when they, they start saying their new point and I can remove that from the audio. Um, so that's just like the number one tool that I use. 
And then I put them with these songs from Peggy Bunker and the Bunkmates. And then you can just create an MP3 file from that. Um, if that even is something people know about anymore. I guess us millennials sort of know about it. But the MP3 file kind of hit on a short period of time. You know, you had to be, you have to be old enough that it was before Spotify. But you have to be young enough that it's not like our parents who, you know, they, they cut it out at CDs, I think. Um, so yeah, it'll export it as an MP3 file. And then I take that MP3 file and I put it on Amazon, on Amazon S3, which is just a storage space that I can hold anything I want. Um, if you have Google Drive, it's not so different. It just is, it has a more industrial feel um, in that it, it, yeah, it doesn't have the buttons and things that look like Google Drive, but it's the same premise. And I take that, I, I have all these files and folders and things like that, and I put it into the folder for the episode. And then I just have to update this file that I have. It's called a XML, it's actually an RSS file. Um, so if, you, if you've ever had an RSS subscription to a newspaper or something, that's all it is. It's this file that just gives a lot of details about things and it, it has in it um, a website, a URL, that is where I just put that MP3 file. And then I take that RSS file and that in itself has a little website where it is living in Amazon. And I just give that website of that RSS file to both Apple and Spotify. And once I do that, it'll, it'll upload um, and it'll just show it. You know, all I have to do is upload that file and Spotify is uploaded like updated 10 minutes later with the new episode. So maybe that gives you a sense of, of what I'm doing when I'm actually creating these podcasts. Um, I've also picked up things like Inkscape. Inkscape is like uh, Adobe Illustrator, but it's free. And so the, the coolest thing for me has been learning a lot about how to engineer audio. I found myself chatting with someone recently where they were talking about how their boyfriend is an audio engineer. And just using Audacity and understanding what you can do with changing the volumes of different audio that is on top of each other, um, in order to make things more prominent. You know, sometimes someone I'm talking to will have a bad microphone, so I turn their volume up while keeping mine low or keeping mine normal. Um, and I was having this conversation with someone whose boyfriend is an audio engineer for movies. And I could go so much deeper in the conversation because of this, because of my experience in this. So I always suggest if you're gonna get into something, whether it's podcasting, blogging, cooking, something like that, like try to do some of the stuff yourself, try to create those images yourself or, um, or take the photos yourself, take a short photo class. You know, if you want to do cooking, um, maybe take a photo class and, and put some serious time into creating photos to look really nice, making filters, making stuff like that. It, it pays back and it pays back in more ways than just the output of your product. Cause you're probably going to stink at first anyways, like I do. But then you will become somebody who has sort of picked up those skills. Um, and I absolutely love that. Like there's so much more that I get to talk about when I discuss the fact that I have a podcast than just the topic of Settle the Far and this idea of getting into new things. It's also the new things I've gotten into, um, the new places I've been, stuff like that. So I, I totally love that. So going back to uh, the other point I wanted to talk about is this, this sense of, you know, I can think of so many spaces in my life where I was in a situation um, 
and somebody said something to me and the first one, one of the first ones that pops into my mind are just things that coaches have said to me when I made a good play or a bad play in sports and I was younger and they oftentimes cut at you in a way that like you're just never going to forget. You know, you get applauded for that hustle play that you make that doesn't seem like the play that all the fans are watching, but the coach saw it or somebody saw it and they point you out and you realize, man, somebody, my, my, my hard work does go noticed. And you, you kind of start to identify yourself as someone that is willing to do those hustle things that don't get noticed. And eventually as time goes on, you think back to that and you become somebody who's willing to put that extra work in when people aren't noticing. And just the fact that we are able to recall these memories with such, um, such clarity and, and sometimes, you know, it's because we've been recalling them that we're able to continue to recall them and why we do continue to recall them. But sometimes it's just that what the person said really struck at our identity and, I talked the other a couple weeks ago about um, this Tony Robbins um, experience, uh, you know, his his online conference that was happening earlier this year. And something he talks about a lot is if you want to change something in your life, if you want to have serious change, you have to understand your own identity and that you are looking at yourself as somebody who is lazy or is um, someone who exercises or is someone who drinks too much and that's who you become and you sort of mold your actions into this identity and i think it's so interesting that we have these these um conversations with people or these moments and we 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 go back to them and oftentimes what what they are are people saying something about our identity and who we are and um and who they believe we are. And once we get that confirmation, either on the positive or the negative, it oftentimes can be really hard to push away. Um, so I, I just think recently about somebody mentioning mentioning something to me that that had to do with my identity, or at least I took it as that. You know, this um, I, I was asked to to sort of motivate others, and it kind of made me think. You know, I'm that person. I I am somebody who who motivates others, who comes with some spirit to um, a situation. And and it, it totally flipped my week around. You know, I wasn't in the mood to um, to go out and exercise and and be getting myself into good shape at the moment. You know, my I was alone for seven days. I was lazy. I was eating unhealthy. And it got brought up like, hey, you know, we have this chat where we talk about um, getting in shape and, and have these little like exercise challenges and things. And someone said, Hey, why don't you get some motivation going? And it's totally changed my view just over the past week. And, um, and I just love that. I love that ability for someone to say something that really shapes your own view of yourself. So one that really stands out to me, um, and, and I guess just on this, I, I really do believe it for me, it's allowed me to appreciate how much I give to others. And when somebody asks to have a conversation in a totally innocent manner in which they just want to know, hey, I'm thinking of moving to England or moving to California or getting into tech or something that, that I've gone through, um, 
I really give it my full attention because you have that opportunity to really shape somebody's life and shape their understanding of something and how their identity might fit into that new place, might fit into that new job um, and why that might be valuable. Like I, I, I love doing the mentoring at my company because I get to talk to younger people who have these awesome skills, but sometimes don't see how it's going to fit in and um, showing them that, hey, you know, you have your own things and this is why they're going to be useful is is a lot of fun. And it's why we should always, you know, this goes said, is said so often, but you should always appreciate all the conversations you have. And, and the, the idea that, you know, anybody, you know, you, you're talking to one of your best friends, somebody that you talk to very frequently, you may make a point that totally um, influences how they act the rest of their life. You know, you might spur them into believing, I am one of those people who is giving, who is caring. Um, so I think we really just should give compliments and, and, and let people know how those positive identities that they have impact us and are good for us. Um, but one, one thought that sticks out and just, just to the point of like, I can't believe the brain is able to just like go back on thoughts and really remember them is one that kind of came up to me when I was thinking about something earlier today. And it's something that got said at my wedding by a friend of mine and she had been traveling for a while. And I think I was asking her, you know, you go to India, like, do you kind of like become, um, do you feel like it really changes you while you're there and that you like have this whole new mindset? And she said, I look at things, I look at traveling, I look at being in these new places in sort of a wherever you go, there you are kind of attitude. And I just love being in these these places as the person that I am, which I, I loved. I mean, I, I still think about that quote all the time, wherever you go, there you are. You know, you've been through a lot of things in your life. You've gone through a lot of stuff. And for me, even since that day, but, but prior to then, I've found myself in very interesting spots. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in, um, the middle of England with a ton of people I don't know. I don't know anyone over here. And I'm, I'm just here, you know? I, I've, I'm somebody who grew up in the States. I was on Long Island in a nice suburb and I had a great, you know, upbringing. I, I lived in Boston for a bit and I really viewed myself as a certain type of person and now I'm here and that's that. And I think... Um, I think over time, you know, I take on the character of the place where I am. And that happens in both physical, you know, I, I move somewhere or recently and God, over the past five years or so, I've gone to Turkey a lot. I got married in Turkey. Um, I take on a lot of that character. And, and when I'm there, it just rubs off. You know, it's that osmosis of seeing and understanding the world the way that somebody else does. And and it starts to tint the way that you see the the world. And it it is because, in my opinion, like differences in priorities and how much we prioritize one thing to the next. Um, but it can also be in more 
in less physical spaces. You know, I think Settle the Far for me is not just about people who move or people who um, who live in a different place, but also, you know, you, you move from being someone who doesn't think about what they eat so often, has some thoughts about what's healthy, what's not, to tracking everything you eat, to having a diet, to having clarity about what you're putting into your body. It's going to, uh, you know, when, when you move into that, you're still the person you were before. You know, you're still the person who sees a Big Mac and wants to eat it because it's delicious. But over time, your priorities change. You know, you start to notice how your body feels after you eat certain things. So you do end up growing into this. Um, and I think, I think it's just a really important point to understand that, like, we shouldn't put pressure on ourselves to become that person that is in the new country. I don't need to be fully Turkish when I land in Istanbul and, and go to, to a family dinner. Um, instead, I can be the American kid that I am and that I can still be the person who wants to go for a run in the morning, even though nobody in the town is going for a run. I can still have an attitude of um, treating the the men and the women with the same respect that I would back home. I can, I can still feel that, you know, part of my job is to help clean the dishes at the end of the, the evening. Um, I can still stress about the same things, you know, stress about the, the fact that I have a work call and that for me, the way that I handle work is one way and the, the way people in Turkey or in England or something else may handle it a different way. And it's fine that that's how I am because even though I've gone there, it's me there. It's the same person. And over time, some of those priorities may change. And obviously, you know, it's 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 good and it's bad. You get some of the good, you get some of the bad, and hopefully you can choose what is good. And I think that's part of the beauty of traveling, of getting into new stuff, of meeting new people, um, is that you get to grow in the directions that may, hopefully you want to. Um, I think anybody who has traveled a bit outside the United States, let's say, has understood um, in Europe, for example, the focus on certain foods is very different. Um, the the joy you can get, and, and this is the case in parts of the United States too, from, from a slice of cheese might be very different in one part of the country versus another. Um, so you grow into these spots and that, to me, is where, where you really want to take on or where I really envision this, this saying, you know, wherever you go, there you are. There you are to continue to grow. And I have been fortunate enough to have aspects of my life get, um, get improved, to grow into them based on my time in different places. Um, you know, I, I, I've seen how great it can be to, um, you know, to, to be friends with somebody. This was something in California when I was there. We were really close friends, everybody that was out there, because everybody that was out there had left their family and had left the friends that they knew. And we, the people I was friends with, pretty much everybody that was out there in San Francisco that I was close to or I came across had that same situation. So when Thanksgiving came around, you never didn't invite somebody 
You know, you knew anyone who was going to be alone. You invited them over because you knew what it was like being homesick and you knew what that, what that was. And part of that is just being a nice guy. But part of it is, you know, when I got out there, I didn't really understand that. I didn't understand, oh, on a, such an important day, I want to have my close friends. I don't want to have some randos coming over. Um, but I think over time you start to to realize like I, I might be that rando and I might really want to go somewhere. And it's really important to kind of pay it forward to people. And that's an attitude that after living in San Francisco, after being there and growing in that way, I take with me anywhere I go. Um, I, I, I hope, you know, and yeah, I, I just find that it's, it's such an opportunity. Um, so when getting into something new, whether it's a new challenge, moving to a new place, you know, traveling somewhere and feeling like this is more than I can handle because there's going to be these expectations, whatever. I think it's important to just realize wherever you go, there you are and you will grow in the situation, but there's no pressure. There's no expectation because you are the person you are and it's, it's just kind of, um, it's part of the beauty of it, you know, is, is being the, the American in the middle of China and having the Chinese people wonder who the hell is this guy and why, why is he, you know, uh, doing things so strangely? Why is he, you know, sitting on a seat to go to the bathroom? Very strange, but that's who you are. And yeah, I, I, I just can't believe I still go back to that one conversation and that one person saying something almost in passing and how much it's been something I've brought up in my head over and over. So, all right, that's this episode of Settle the Far with Corey Garvey, uh, me, Corey Garvey. And I'm just glad to get another pod out there. Um, if you know anyone who might be a good, a good convo or you yourself want to chat, get it on tape, throw it out to the world. Please don't take the instructions that I gave you and do it yourself through your own podcast. Come on, settle the far. Send me a message, Corey at CoreyGarvey.com, and we'll figure something out. Till next time, friends, I will see you later. Thanks for listening to this episode of Settle the Far. All the groovy tunes you're hearing come from Peggy Bunker and the Bunkmates. Find them on Spotify. Head to the podcast on any of your podcast app, maybe all of the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate, review. Share it with your friends. There's a share button. It's super easy. And until next time, stay rad.